uh, a, a very small uh, train on sports and focus on football Premier League podcast uh, this week. Oh no, short is the word, isn't it? Not not small. Um, short. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's the correct verbiage, Peter. Yes, we've only got uh, three matches. But we're looking at the uh, Manchester United are playing again on Thursday, so we're going to do uh, a you know a normal podcast Thursday. Although that will be coming, I, I believe that covers about nine games on Thursday. But uh, yes, we've got uh, well, we've got you know three games to cover, and uh, as usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Wonderful, thanks, Peter. It does feel a little bit like Christmas, though, when I'm analysing these games. I should have my Christmas jumper on. If a Premier League team has to play three games in four days, now I know the security's not great, but uh, so A, not really fair on Man United, and B, what about the likes of West Ham, Pete? If they're like fielding Man United are going to field weakened teams for some of these key games, I wouldn't be happy if I was David Moyes, could you? No, no, I mean, obviously, well, we've got the, the first game we're going to talk about is it is a vital game, but you know, it, it's it's not ideal, but then again, the whole season hasn't been ideal, has it? That's a good point, well made, Peter. Good point, well made. So, yeah, well, anyway, let's get on with it then. Um, Tonight, uh, Manchester United against Leicester. United dominant in this fixture. Really. They've won four. There's been one draw. Leicester not one. Home to top six sides. United's record's fairly strong. One five, drawn four, lost one. And they're kind of the 3-1 victory away at Aston Villa. Leicester away at top six sides. One two, drawn one, lost seven. Come off a 4-2 defeat at home to Newcastle. Poor, poor loss that is for Leicester there, really. And obviously, they're in fourth place now. Five points above... Um, West Ham six points above Liverpool, but but Liverpool have a game in hand. United they've won their last four home matches, so they're in some pretty good home form. Leicester only won, uh, only lost one of their last twelve away matches, so we know about their their away from good. Well, uh, the lines at scratch, uh, and obviously um, the ratings are suggesting there's some very good value back in Manchester United here. You've got to be cautious here. Team selection. Etc. Etc. Days since the last game, you know, the ratings are, uh, you know, the values with Manchester United. Whether I'd take the bet or not is a different matter. Yeah, whether well, you'd expect it, wouldn't you, Pete? With all those stats that are thrown into the pot um, against the prices and the lines, you you would think that that is just a pure mathematical equation. We know full well though that Manchester United are going to field a weak inside tonight. I mean. Sports science has evolved so much that there is no way that those uh, sports scientist geeks at Old Trafford would allow Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to pick a lot of those players who played on Saturday. These are expensive commodities that have had a long season, shortened season at that. They've got to the Europa League final. They've gone far in other cup competitions. They've played a lot of games in a shortened space of time. And if you look at the side on Sunday afternoon... Maguire, Shaw, Fred, Greenwood, Fernandez, Pogba, Rashford, they all started. I can't envision a situation where any more than three of them start this game. And we talk a lot at Christmas about, you know, teams that play on two days rest against teams against three days rest. And it's a massive advantage for that team on three days rest. Well, here we have a team playing on four days rest over a team on two days rest. We know that United are going to rest a lot of players. We know that Leicester are great away from home. So that's why the money's come for Leicester. The line opened a quarter. It's gone to scratch. United are still favourites on that scratch line. I can't take Leicester here, Pete. I think, yes, we know that they struggle at home. So we, can we 
can we write off that defeat against Newcastle? We've been doing this a lot, haven't we, Pete? We've been saying, oh, well, Leicester have got to be at home by Fulham, but next time yeah. out, we'll trust them away because they play well away. Well, the pressure's on here. There's no, there's no value for me, Pete, with Leicester off scratch. If you were getting quarter of a goal, maybe I would, but at these levels, I do have to pass this game. Southampton Palace next. Uh, recently at Ed, Southampton 1 2. Uh, there's been two draws. Palace have 1 1. Home to mid table side. Southampton's record reads 1 2, drawn 1, lost 7. Gone for 2 0 defeat away at Liverpool. Southampton, they've only won one of their last seven home games. And wow, haven't they really fallen this this this, this season? You know, they were, you know, they were near the top six, you know, initially, but now they really dropped down. Coming against the Palace side, who've got a mixed away form recently, won three, drawn one, lost three. They cut off a 2-0 victory away at Sheffield United. When they face bottom six sides, though, their their form's good. One seven, drawn one, lost two. My race is suggesting no real value. When it was minus a half, it, it, the value was certainly with, uh, a, there was a little bit of value, value with Palace. I don't see any real value here now. Well, it's bouncing around a bit, Pete. It's got to minus half about two or three times over the last 24 hours. And as soon as it gets to half goal, there's a bit of a nibble on Palace and it bounces back to Southampton minus a quarter. I'm going to outline the stats here that's going to say why Palace are an amazing bet. And then I'm going to outline some sort of um, untangible uh, reasons why I think Southampton might win this game. Now, under Hassan Hootel, the Saints are just 8, 4 and 12 at home to bottom half play sides. Under Roy Hodgson, Crystal Palace have gone 15, 9 and 8 away to bottom half play sides. So that tells you whether you're back in Palace plus a quarter or lucky enough to get plus a half, they're good value. But I think there's a reason why you shouldn't back Palace here. And I think that the Southampton squad know how big these final four games are for their, for their manager. Uh, I think it's quite apparent when you, you listen to Hassan Hootel. Um, he's a likeable guy. And I would imagine that there's quite a lot of goodwill in that dressing room for him. Southampton on paper have got a very comfortable last four games of the season. They host Palace in this game. They've then got two more home games against Fulham and Leeds before they finish their campaign away at the London Stadium against West Ham. And by then, the Hammers, given what's going on at in other teams and the fixture schedule and the way they seem to be slipping away, their European place might have gone up in smoke. Now, there's a good chance Southampton can go between now and the end of the season unbeaten. If they do, I think that upturning four might be enough to keep Hassan Hootel his job. Because I, I think, Pete, and I don't know if you agree with me, if they lose two or three of these games between now and the end of the season, no matter how likeable he is, I think Hassan Hootel might be out the door. What do you think? Yeah, there's a... The... It's, it's got to be, hasn't it? Because it's been horrific. Yes, form, hasn't yes, it? yes. Terrible. Really, they're very lucky they had that start. Yeah, I mean, they were up near the top of the. I think they, I think they actually were top for for a game or two early on in the season, and we were all sat here thinking, oh, maybe a top eight finish for Southampton. And now, I mean, what are they? Only a few points off of well, a seventeenth, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You can't actually get any worse than that without getting relegated. And you know if Southampton had got relegated, he would be sacked. So, I don't know. It's a fine line he's treading. And so, I think this game will tell us a lot about what the players think of Hassan Hootel. If they put a good performance in here, I think they may be really backable in the final three games of the season. Next up, um, Chelsea-Arsenal. 
uh, Chelsea, they're in some good form. They've won their last three Premier League matches and indeed, they're coming off a 2-1 victory away at Man City. Indeed, they've, they've looked pretty good in truth in recent months. Um, at home to mid-table size, they're not brilliant. 1-3, drawn, 4, lost 3. They're coming up an Arsenal side who are away at top six sides. It's been a little bit weak. 1-2, drawn, 2, lost 6. They are coming off a 3-1 victory at home to West Brom. But recent away form for Arsenal is not bad. 1-6, drawn, 2, lost 2. My ratings suggesting some slight value Arsenal. Some small value Arsenal plus three quarters of a goal. But I, I'm not sure I would dive in there. I think Chelsea are looking, uh, are looking a good side at the minute. It wouldn't surprise me if they win that Champions League. No, I mean, they've, they've been impressive on Tuchel. I was very dubious of his appointment, to be honest, just having just really success in the, the French Farmers League. I mean, me or you could have could have won that, Pete. Um, the, the, the really interesting thing for me is that they've played 16 games under him. They've only lost one, which is fair enough. You know, they're a, a strong side at the top end of the Premier League. They can go, they can go on runs like that. It's the fact that they've kept 11 clean sheets in those games. That's what's really impressed me. Is really shored them up. And yes, there was an aberration the other week against West Brom where they capitulated, had a man sent off, conceded five. That can happen to any team. But when you watch Arsenal against these better teams, the game plan of Arteta really stifles them. And I think here, Chelsea might just grind this out a win to nil, P. I mean... In fact, I actually think Chelsea should be minus one for this game personally. So I'm actually going to be on the other side of the fence in terms of the match line. I think there's a bit of value here with Chelsea. You can get Chelsea to win to nil at nine to five with Bet Victor. I don't think there's uh, many better bets out in this midweek card than that one, mate. Yeah, well, let's uh, wrap this up then. I, I, I'm, a, I'm afraid I, I'm not going to have anything. I, I would have gone Manchester United. Well, I wouldn't dissuade anybody from backing Manchester United off scratch against Leicester. However, you have to take the facts of the, the day's rest, squads, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some interesting ones. I mean, I can, I can, you can make a case for either side at Old Trafford, um, given the line and the fact that you know that there's. On the line side of things, United a great value. On the rest side, Leicester a great value. Southampton Palace, the stats are saying Palace, but those things that you can't quantify, that, that will to do well for the manager in a relatively meaningless game, would point you towards Southampton. At Stamford Bridge, that's the only one where I can only really see sort of one way that this is going to play out. And it's going to be a game where Arsenal don't create many chances. Chelsea are in such great form. I think I'll just have a bit of a poke, Pete, at the Chelsea to win to nil at nine to five, just for small stakes, just for a little bit of entertainment on a on a Wednesday night. Right, we shall be back uh, Thursday morning, and, and like I say, there'll be nine or ten games we'll be covering, and then we've got I think midweek, isn't it? There's a midweek round of fixtures next week, and then uh, the final game of the season the weekend at uh, the weekend. So uh, we're coming to the end of the season and uh, oh, we, we could be able to get our heads down soon, won't we, Peter? It's been a long season. Yes, it has. Uh, right. Well, we shall be back Thursday and uh, good luck uh, during the midweek fixtures, everybody. Best of luck, everybody.